0: Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. Carry down tonight, Will.
1: Doing very well, Sarah. Welcome back. It's good to be recording with you again this week.
0: You're back, and we are here to pretty much just talk Winter Soldier and Falcon. Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier.
2: Yeah. It was like, a lot of talk. About.
0: I don't know why I confused their, their names.
1: It's okay. Everybody everybody knows everybody knows what it is, especially after if, if folks didn't know about this series before, they definitely know about it after this past week's episode. But
0: it, it's really funny to me because I was talking to my brother I think last week and he said, Yeah, have you been watching this Falcon and Winter Soldier? I keep hearing it's really good, but after WandaVision, I don't know. And I'm like, No, everyone thinks that. And then yep. you watch it. And the freaking quality. (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: It is a, like, WandaVision was, like, a a Marvel TV show. But Falcon and Winter Soldier is a movie, if you just compare, like, put it all together, that is just being streamed, like, on a weekly basis. It is so much on par with any of the Captain America movies.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it it, it it obviously it is as folks know it's really a continuation of the story from Civil War and and any any game to to some degree, I've obviously given it six months after the blip. But yeah, I I I I'm really even from the gate I, I have enjoyed this particular entry into the MCU. Uh and, uh and and even you know each week even more so uh if the, if the, if they continue with this rec- track record uh you know with one division and now Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh you know that bar just keeps getting higher. I mean and, and of course we had the Loki trailer that dropped while we were
0: right
1: while we were out. Uh what what were your thoughts on it?
0: I literally just watched it about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And um <clears throat> I it, my thoughts are watch this trailer watch the first trailer same tone same consistency of quality of visuals mm-hmm. um, you get a little bit more insight about like it's confirmed he is basically being tasked as the Loki variant <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> to to fix what the mess he he caused in Endgame yeah and. And, and I like it, the chemistry between, um, man, it's been a while since I've talked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's okay. We have... we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll get our pod name? muscles back. It's like muscle memory. We'll be there. We'll I be there. But
0: I'm blanking on his name. What Owen is his pretty...
1: What Owen is Loki? Huh? Oh, as far. Tom Middleton? Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. So Tom, Tom Middleton
0: is Tom Middleton. Hiddleston, yeah. Okay, um. So the chemistry between Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson is just ma chef's chef's fuck. <laughs> I give up. Why did he freaking ask me first? I like it. <laughs> moving on.
1: Yeah, moving on. I liked it too. I yeah. liked it too. It, it's it's like I mean it was it was definitely got a better sense as far as what the story is about. I mean we did in the first one, but. Uh, in the first trailer, but uh, this week's the second trailer definitely has fleshed it out even more. And yeah, I mean you're right with the visuals and everything about the about the uh, quality of production. It, it's definitely going to be the pissed off Loki that we that we we saw you know early on in the MCU and not the not the reformed Loki that we got uh, towards the end with Infinity War. So.
0: Yeah, he just cannot do anything to erase the Zemo cut. So no. <laughs> no, that's not something we want to fix. I also always think it's funny when MC the MC Marvel does something like this and yep. then claim we're not in competition with DC.
1: Of course not. No. We did something in six days, it took you guys two years.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not in competition, you not know. A... Spider cut, Zemo cut, tomato no. tomato.
1: Yeah, not at all. Uh, uh, that Zemo cut is pretty funny. I mean, I I did go to YouTube and, and watch it. I mean, it's just especially the the the, six, the sixty minutes of, of a thirty second loop.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, just... I mean, the, the Marvel has a tendency to when something works. Oh, they'll they'll continue.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of the the whole announcement of the Spider Man movie title. I mean, that played into. it It's weird. It's it's like we always talk about the legacy of the MCU that that na- narrative that stretches across over twenty movies and now TV shows and mm-hmm. how that was possible. But there's also this other narrative of just. The Marvel studio and the actors and and everything. I, I don't know. It's brilliant. But adding to that ensemble, um, She-Hulk has announced that it has cast Hamilton's Renee Goldsberry. Eliza! <laughs> um, as I like to call her. Yeah. Um, and that's all Will told me. Not the part. Nothing. she's yeah.
1: just nothing. been cast. That she's, that's 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 the important thing. Now actually there's really not much I know other than the character that she's going to be portraying is a character named Amelia and uh it's a friend of uh our, our lead uh, Jennifer uh, who is um you know she of course played by Tatiana Maslany and well, of course you know Mark Ruffalo is going to be in it and of course Tim Roth is back as the Abomination so uh, yeah, I mean it's you know again they're, they're continuing to to build on on this in, in this universe and and of course uh, attracting high caliber, high quality talent to 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 fill these roles. I mean I guess you know we we talked about this some time ago or another podcast. how The MCU is the place where uh, a lot of A-listers you know you, you wanna you wanna go go play in that play that that play box.
0: Hmm. Yep, I mean, Marvel always gets her casting pretty pretty right. I mean, they've had one or two slip ups, but at the end of the day, they they this is good. Um, and I can't talk today. Still moving on. Lucy Liu gets cast as villainess, not a word name Cal- calypso yeah. in and and is sister to Helen Mirren's character. Yep. <laughs> in Shazam sequel. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. When we one will add things to the one.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so she is Calypso and is uh Helen Marin's, um character sisters character in uh, H- Hespera in the Shazam sequel and of course that's coming and that was announced today and uh of course Shazam itself is Scheduled to come out in June of 2023. So uh, again, I think the DC EU is is also bringing its A game, and and I really, I know you weren't a big fan of the original Shazam, but I really did like it. So uh, it, we'll see. It, it's it's looking to be uh, a, a very good, very good sequel to the uh, the original. At least in, at least in my in my opinion, but we'll we, we, we shall see.
2: have taken.
0: Um, you know, I never like things as much as you like them but that doesn't mean I'm not a fan <laughs> it's a solid movie I mean it's nothing MCU <laughs> okay, MCU doesn't have like like they have their bad ones too but still I mean like it's, it's Shazam it, it did what I did and it's been forgotten but alright let's go back to Falcon and Winter Soldier because we are playing catch up in one way, the break was really nice. We haven't had a break in a while, yeah. and it's important just to, for exhaustion levels. Yep. Um, but at the same time, I'm a bit pissed off about. Our
1: break. <laughs> <laughs> we we, uh, <laughs> we took spring break like, the wrong time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the wrong, the right. I don't know because the third episode was was really solid.
2: Yeah.
0: And I only say solid. Because if you asked me when it first dropped, I would have been like, "That was a like great episode." Round of applause. But it came, and then I saw the fourth episode, and in comparison, yep, third episode solid, fourth episode, holy fuck! Yep, <laughs> <This> <laughs> totally. Show, I just the freaking endings of these shows are so. <sighs> this is how you do a cliffhanger in TV. Mm-hmm. Will. Like I I know where the flash is back and they always do their like and then they show you a teaser for the next episode. Take some freaking notes. Those teasers they're pale in comparison to these setups. I mean, in the third episode, I and I and I want to take a little bit of credit for this, Will, because I called it in the very first episode, Wakanda.
1: You did. You sure did. You did.
0: Not really realizing how freaking far they would go with this to the point where we get the dermalage in the fourth episode. Like, yeah. oh my god.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to your point about the the character setups, I mean, obviously at the end of the second episode we get the, the tease of uh, setup of, of Zemo. And then yeah. and, and then we get the payoff into... Uh, with with the third episode with, with Zemo's return and you know and, and of course Bucky, you, I love the whole setup with how yep. they had Sam how, you know, how how they had Bucky orchestrate the, the 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 jailbreak for for Zemo and and just how Bucky was like so what if I told you guys yep. that, that it was just it was wonderful how they just set that up and Sam's reaction was just like. I don't. It, the look on, on Sam's face. I mean, Anthony Mackie just—he was just killing it with like, "You got to be advocating me!"
0: Right, and it, I love that—that that so much how they did that because it was fast. Mm-hmm. That they, they didn't only tell you a story; they showed it simultaneously. Yeah. So it wasn't one long hypothetical. Here's my plan, but they showed you. And then what could have been a whole hour episode on it, on its own was about five minutes
2: mm-hmm.
0: of one episode. Yeah. Because we knew he would get out. And they're just like, yeah, we're not going to show that. We're going we're to kind of show it, but in a montage. And we're going to have Bucky explain it in a hypothetical. And very, really make it clear. Sam is not on board with this. Nope. This is all Bucky. Yep. <laughs> Again because and and I like how as much as this is a buddy cop show and and you have um these two characters who were both very close to Steve Rogers um who are kind of friends but kind of enemies they they both still have they're they're not one person like mm-hmm. neither are the sidekick they're their own characters. They're mm-hmm. on their own paths, and their paths are just crossing at these at these points. And and I th- and I really like how they're they're making sure it's clear. Like all of the stuff with Wakanda and all of the stuff with Zemo was very much Bucky focus. Yeah. And then Sam, alternatively, it's all about Carly, and it's all about um the shield and the mm-hmm. legacy of Captain America and and I I really like how they're doing that
1: yeah yeah I mean I was, I was I was talking to someone about it the show and I was like, yeah, there's like about four or five different arcs that they are there that they are effortlessly telling this story about these characters and 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 even though as you beautifully set up how, Bucky and Sam have their own stories because of the happenstance of Steve's disappearance. And then we get this John Walker coming in to the mix to basically be the nexus of Sam questioning, questioning the larger point of what is all this for and what is, and, and, and am I, you know, who is a worthy successor to carry this shield and and, and is, is it my place to carry this shield, given all the, the things that we have seen in this in in this series as far as really exploring so many issues of race and class and power and privilege and and then and then and Bucky's side, you know, as we saw when they were in the interrogation room, and even he even comes out and says it you know in these episodes. If you don't take this shield up, I'm willing to go in there and steal it and take it myself.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And because he doesn't feel that Walker's worthy of, of it and he feels that Sam is and he can't, you know, Bucky still can't see why Sam can't see that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Bucky Bucky knew Steve before mm-hmm. everything. And and saw the good in Steve, and, yeah. and knew that character. And I think he sees that same. Uh, I think he sees in Sam what he saw in Steve as a kid.
2: Yeah.
0: And and why it, they were best friends, and he always looked after him. And then the role reversal and all of that. And and he he saw the change in Steve. Um, but before we get into John Walker, I wanna yeah. I wanna focus a little bit more on Sam. Yeah. Um, because to your point, everything that they're doing with race and class in regards to Sam they they're making it work in like really well because of the um, connection, especially in this fourth episode, he was able to build with Carly mm-hmm. and that recognition that made Carly go from just a, a super soldier who, well, we don't really know what she's all about. To suddenly a, a th- not a Thanos level villain. No. But a MCU villain who actually we understand their motivation. Yeah. Which makes m- makes her like infinitely better than, you know, a lot of the... Thor villains we've received a lot of oh, the yeah. other villains we've received because yeah. and and in a way she's very similar to Thanos she's like we our world yes half of the population was white mm-hmm. however because of that we actually were able to move forward more together and and there were resources finally and and it wasn't about this class system. And, and he recognizes that, and he recognizes that this isn't a, a terrorist who just wants to kill people. This is someone who has a mission, who has a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 their conversations throughout the fourth episode, I just was like, ah, this is, this is, this is so good because it's, they're not fighting. It's more about sparring of wit yeah, and, and I think those kind of um, conversations that are pretty much verbal sparring matches are are so good.
1: Oh, it it really was, and especially when you when you look at how this Sam's journey after you know post blip it has been, and and how you know. And, and also thinking about Carly and, and even in the Flag Smashers because and, and how she views the shield versus her, her, her friend who, um, you know, who worshiped Captain America, for example. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, because he, you know, whenever they, it, 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 I think about their conversation that they had where he was like, Oh, you know, Cap, I worship, you know, I love Captain America that shield means something. We know, of course, uh, you know, it, you know, it was fighting bad guys. It was a very, you know, he, he, he was looking at the flag smashers and the world in a very black and white kind of good evil, good bad construct. Carly has that same view as well, but but also she, there there's some, what I really like about her as a villain, and 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 it's also what we're seeing with Zemo too, and we'll I know we'll touch on him more later. Is there's a lot of gray to her yeah and 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 to your point about the sparring that she and sam had a verbal sparring about what all this means and 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 i'm really i'm really glad that they utilized the the reason why steve and sam were first introduced anyway with you know with sam working with soldiers with ptsd because you know that's a very important um footnote to, especially when we see what's going on with walker uh in, in, as as we are introduced to him and some of the things he and he and battlestar talked about what they dealt with in afghanistan i think it was very you know I, I think it was very important for i'm glad they brought that element of sam's work back because yes Sam is a soldier of fortune now, you know, doing these missions for the government as Falcon. But he's still a counselor,
2: right? And
1: he was using that counseling role to really try to get and to understand what was going on with Carly. And you know, but for John busting in on their on their session, he Sam may have actually been able to tap into her humanity because she was feeling conflicted about. You know, people getting lost, even though at some times, you know, when they destroyed the facility in in episode three, but, but, you know, but at the same time, she was also feeling her, you know, feeling herself as a superior too, because she is now has a super soldier serum. So I just really enjoyed that psychological warfare that was going on there. And I really, it's too bad that circumstance, you know, story caused it to, 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 get cut off because I really really would have liked to see how much further that would have gone if it but for John cutting in
0: right I I mean to go back to your point about Sam being a counselor that's part of the reason why him and him and Steve um, became very close because in a way (laughs) Steve didn't realize at the time how much PTSD he was dealing with
1: yeah that's true
0: and which is and in a way. Sam had let it all go. He had gotten over it, been able to help others, mm-hmm. and then through the um through what happens in Winter Soldier, he is brought back into the fight only in this other capacity as a contractor, as an avenger, as just a hero. Yeah. So which is different from being a soldier and then that leads us to John Walker and I'm kind of mad at you Will. Okay. 'Cause I, I have this I have this trust and I have this faith that you, you you tell me things. You did not tell me that Wyatt Russell, who plays John Walker, is Kurt Russell's son.
1: Oh, I thought I did. Oh, no. Not bad. Not bad. I thought you well what a what a, I guess I just assumed you knew that. So I did not. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> um, because when I found that out today, I was immediately mind blown because the whole thing we talked about the last time we talked about the show, living yeah. in someone else's shadow. Mm-hmm. And to know that he is the son of a huge movie star. Yep. It's just like, okay. And, this, yeah, two, and movies, and huge, two huge
1: movie stars. Is. Don't forget yeah. who his mom is.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Freaking freaking marvel casting like that is just stars aligned perfect and every time i think of john walker now i will forever think about the final final freaking shot in the fourth episode because that is iconic Mm -hmm. that image just whoever directed that episode give them a freaking emmy because to to have us looking up and to have this lanky body that that doesn't look like a super soldier no right. it looks like this stretched out like limp and then you have the bloody shield and it's just the crafting of that single frame was just so haunting i yeah. love it yeah um i just i i don't know i i can't get over that shot and um to, we, before, we were talking about the opening of the third episode and how they, they were able to get Zemo out mm-hmm. by, by setting up that montage. What, and most most times in television, you, that would be a whole episode. Yeah. Same thing happens in the fourth episode where there's clear setup for him taking the serum, mm-hmm. and and yet they don't show us. No. And I really... That was a brilliant choice. I
1: that guess. was,
0: yeah. like we don't need to see that. We know it's coming. We we understand it. Like the wheels, and and um, what what was his name? That his best friend. Oh, Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. Okay, Lamar. I'm, s- I'm really sorry you died. However, you said one of the stupidest lines <laughs> <laughs> about 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 what that serum will do to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I even forget what the line was, but that whole conversation was really bizarre to me because I'm in my mind, I'm like, everyone knows that power corrupts. yep. Yeah. So what the heck are you talking about? No power will just bring out the best in you. I'm like, who? What school
1: did you go? To? What school did you go to? Didn't you learn from from Erskine? As far as what Steve, I mean, y'all y'all supposedly like study Captain America. I mean, it just makes you more of what you are. Right. It's yeah. just
0: it wasn't, and I, I just I couldn't get over that scene. And so when yeah. he died, I was like karma.
1: <laughs> but is he but is he but is he dead? But is he dead?
0: Well, let's not play that game because
2: okay.
0: don't do that to this show. If okay, they do a flash, let's lower the stakes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because, because yeah. that was great motivation.
1: It is. It is. I was thinking more and I I've, well, I was actually thinking more civil war actually with uh with with Rhodey.
0: Yeah. You, you know, my mind went there. Yeah, and then and then I saw. it, all, it also, Field. Yeah. Like, they 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 better not take it back.
1: I hope they don't. I, I really hope they don't. I mean, I know. I mean, I know there's a lot of folks that were more like. Uh, again, you know, we'll go with the parallels again. You you have the African American sidekick character. Well, yep. With with Tony and Roadie. In this case, it was John and and Lamar uh question you know there's the the under of course the overt overtones of like oh yeah here we go again sacrifice the black trauma (laughs) to help bring out the the good you know white character savior uh you know and at least and at least you know in tony's case it was you know he got even more hell-bent on why he you know he doubled down on the sokovian accords And, and and walker's case he doubled down on who he you know who he is and
0: well, he he did get his ass kicked by the well, Dernage. There was that.
1: I mean, he was well. It, there were yeah. I mean, there was that <laughs> piece too. I mean, he he. I mean, I mean that was very telling too. I mean, he's like there weren't even super soldiers in and, you know. Uh, I
0: just that yeah. that scene. Can I just give a shout out to my man Sebastian Stan <laughs> <Because> <laughs> during the fight? I know some people didn't like this part, yeah. but <laughs> but when he kind of encourages John, is like, you almost got that one, John. Yeah, <laughs>
1: doing good. <laughs> you good? Doing good, John. Yeah. The other thing that I liked liked about those scenes too is just in the, the you know Sam was like the only thing you're running here is your mouth. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's, just, it's it's like um, okay, we we know them, um, and so we're just gonna stand here yep. while you get taught a lesson that we've already got taught. Yep. Except then they do get a little bit involved, and and Bucky. Ooh, he he gets taught another freaking le- weapon. The the scene when she take a o takes takes off his arm.
1: Yeah, I know that's been yeah that's caused a lot of consternation on social media for sure. Where, why? Well, I guess there's the question of like, well, there's there's several things like why did Wakandans built into fell safe? I mean, in the betrayal, it was it a betrayal of of their trust that, that of bucky
0: i think it was a reminder that i i think well fail safe is a hard thing because yeah. let's let's be honest it's still a metal arm
2: mm-hmm.
0: so there there probably has to be a way to attach detach whatever yep. um it's like it's not his real arm just cast it in metal um but i think it was kind of a Hey, remember what we gave you? Like at the beginning yeah. of the episode, she says to him, "We helped you get over Hydra's brainwashing," mm-hmm. and then you turn back around and release the man who killed our, our king. Yep. And and now we're having to deal with this Captain America person, and you're still not handing over Zemo, and you you seem to have forgotten that we gave you a better arm. Yeah. Um, and, and a new arm and 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 so so again, this is set up for a full-on white wolf storyline yeah. because mm-hmm. some things went down in Wakanda, and I still want to know yeah. how long was he there? Two years. How long were him and Ao doing it?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know they did. I mean, that, <laughs> I know I mean, they did. it. told. That that was a total. Well, it's Sebastian freaking yeah. Stan. Yeah. Well, oh, it was Ao. I mean, they that they. I mean, in the opening sequence with her, with the yep. deep programming. I mean, there, there was so many levels. One, just one. Hats off to Sebastian Stan and and, and the actress who plays Ao. Uh, yeah. I mean, the range of things that they showed in 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 those opening sequences. I mean, I'm shipping them all the way. And I usually stay out of shipping games, but this one I'm shipping. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, and you know what? I like it. Well, I like it. Good yeah. call. Good call. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon, Sam, check to
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I, I I mean, but Bucky was in Wakanda 2 years in and out of cryo freeze, but you know, because because we 'Cause you know, he went there at the end of Civil War, and then we saw the um at the end of Black Panther, you know, he, he emerges as a white wolf. And then of course we had the blip, you know, Infinity War. So
0: Yeah. I it's so so we have all of this going on. Um and it's and it was and again, um we talked about this a lot during the first season of Batwoman. The ability to have all of these running narratives and then craft a scene where you have Dermolage intervene, come after Zemo, John Walker's there, John Walker also wants to put Zemo back in prison, then mm-hmm. they get caught in odds, odds. And then because of that fight, that moves John Walker into having better motivation that he can't do this job. Right. Just by being human, he has to be more than human, mm-hmm. and that leads us to the final. Like all of that, like that's what's building the narrative is all about. Yeah, and yeah. it's just—I mean, yeah. I, yeah. We, I I'm sorry, it's really hard to watch the CW show.
1: It is. Oh,
0: right now, it really.
1: <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, I will say. I mean, I, I, I watched Batwoman last night, and it's. And I'm looking forward to the Painkiller backdoor pilot with Black Lightning that airs tonight. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I finally got around to Supergirl and the Flash. I finally got around to Supergirl last from last Tuesday, last night, after watching Batwoman. And, you know, thank goodness for John C- Cryer, because otherwise... Um, yeah, it's really hard these days to to uh, to 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 watch them with what's what's going on with the MCU uh, because the level. I mean, to, to the Flash's credit, it has gotten better. I mean, it's it's got it's only upswing, but uh, the way they're world, really building a narrative and stuff, and the way they are telling this story, and we hadn't even like really gotten into. Sharon in episode three in Marpour yet at all uh yeah them, i do hope we we do talk about that too um because there's a lot going on there that really set things up for the fourth and and, and episodes moving forward um but yeah getting you know just to you know put a bow on 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 bucky and uh, and io and the and the fight and and zemo's loft um the last thing I also want to say about that is just the look on Bucky's face and the look on her face when she took the arm off. Um, you know, his, his just like, oh, I really messed up. <laughs> and, and But also, you know, to, to the point that people were saying betrayal, you know, with them taking the arm off or humiliating him or whatever, whatever, you know, it is. I think they still, at the end of the day, still, they may have been disappointed in Bucky, but if they really were like angry to the point because he failed to bring Zemo in after the eight hours, they would have taken the arm. So, so they would. So, I think at the end of the day, he, you know, he's going to have to do some, some, some mending offenses with the Wakandans, but I think he'll be able to get back in their good graces.
0: Right right and i mean to so so zemo um they they they're doing a good job we know he's a creep we know he's he's not on the up and up and he he clearly has made it or he clearly wants to get out of out from under sam and bucky mm-hmm. yeah um, which he does uh, finally is able to do with everything that happens at the end of the fourth episode.
1: He pulls it
0: out, <laughs> He does, um, yeah. but but I like the 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 small moment through through this very chaotic and this very dramatic episode where he we 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 almost remember he's only working with them because he doesn't want the super um, super soldier serum to get out there in the world. Mm-hmm. As much as they don't like right. that's common common cause, yeah. um, and so you see that when he realizes how many all the vials that Carly has, and he smashes them. Of course, he misses one. Oh,
2: mm. uh, okay. yeah.
0: Uh, one moment, I was like, "How oh, stupid!" But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I like that moment nonetheless because it's a reminder of of his motivations and why. Like, very similar to Carly, he, he gets that this stuff is not good. This mm-hmm. stuff had one good product, and that was just because there was a Steve Rogers in the world. Yeah. Giving it to others doesn't mean that they're going to become Captain America or these, these giant Avenger-type figures. It, it will just lead to more death and more destruction, as we see with John Walker. Yeah. Um, so, so, so I like that. I like his moves on the dance floor. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that also leads us kind of to Sharon. Yeah. Very, very similarly. Like they're, they're playing a lot with grayness in this, ep- in these episodes where you have these characters. We think we understand. And then we're, we're given with Carly where we're understood where we're giving, Given ability to sympathize with her, with Zemo, a reminder of why he is so against the Avengers. And then Sharon, the the mysterious spy. That's all yeah. I got.
1: Yeah, so a couple things with Zemo first, uh, and then we'll talk about Sharon. So um again, sometime back, uh, whenever we were talking about the MCU, maybe talking as we were getting ready for this show. Uh, I was mentioning how I thought Zemo, and uh, was one of my favorite villains of the MCU, and and this episode and 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 these last two episodes really shows why I I was in that feeling. He's always like he's always been ten steps in front of the Avengers. Uh, I mean, his he knows what pressure points to hit because I mean, after all, I mean he was responsible for the. you know for 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 the events of civil war and, and basically setting a lot of things in motion where the adventures fell apart uh where you know where cap became nomad and and gave up the shield and um and and so many other things and so he you know when episode three whenever he when he had his chance he's like okay when we're we're gonna go to Poore to find this the the power broker, to, so so we can get to the bottom of the super soldier uh, serum, and you know then we learn how you know, they they hired Doctor Nagel, which I, I like the way they they again brought in elements from the comics but adapted it to 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 the MCU because Nagel was actually the person in the comic who worked who created Doctor Brett who uh, created Isaiah Bradley. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was able to reconstitute the uh, uh, Erskine's formula, but but Zemo really having a discussion about su- supremacists and, and and of course he had to say touche with with Steve being the exception to the to the rule and um, and of course even like in the fourth episode using the Turkish delights to get the kids to be able to. Um, you know, get, uh, you know, continue to sort of throw Sam and Bucky off the path, while he was again setting things up to basically create this collision course between Carly, Sam, Bucky, and John Walker,
2: hmm.
1: and 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 being able to get those get those twenty vials that he was you know, and he was successful in doing so uh, by you know utilizing the information he got from the kids about uh, Carly's foster mother's. Um, funeral and he was able to save one vow. able to just again destroy the ability of, of the super serum to be able to be used again so i mean Steam is just a fascinating villain and character that uh that a lot like killmonger was too where you know they, those are the ones that stand out when you think about the mcu right. as
2: far
1: as as far as villains because right. of because of this again not because of fisticuffs but because of the mental aspect, which I know we talked about earlier with with Sam and, and Carly, and that's what I think makes him such compelling villains to me.
0: Right. So, what about Sharon?
1: So Sharon, I, I you know I think from what I've gathered, this is the, the Carter that we see now in Falcon and Winter Soldier is a lot closer to the the, the character in the comics, um, and I her. You know, Sam's got a lot of markers that he's gonna have to pay, pay with Sharon because I mean, how many favors has she done for them now? Uh, going back to civil, you know, to to right. civil war, um, and but also, you know, of course, there's always this, there's, you know, not to the level that we had with with Want Division with all the theories and theories spiraling and stuff, but of course, you know, folks are wondering who the power broker is and. Of course, it, it, many folks feel that it, that is indeed Sharon. I don't know if it's Sharon, but I think she possibly is working with the Power Broker, and I think the Power Broker might be General Ross.
0: Oh, good call.
1: Good call. Um, just given Kari, you know, given the way the world is at this point, uh, who, who would benefit the most from having, um, one, destroying all the Super Serum, but two... Um, all you know, continuing to harness and control power, and you know, which was at the uh, and the reason why I say get rid of the super serum is because you know, he was a driving force with the Sokovia Accords. So, um, so I think Ross is a very strong candidate for the power broker, assuming they don't bring in the one of the two potential power brokers that hasn't been introduced in, in, in any MCU film to date. Uh, or, or or TV show, uh, but the ones in the car- in the comics were um, that had similar aims and and there was a character named Curtis Jacks Jackson and then uh, the other power broker was Power Broker, uh, in Power Broker Inc. Uh, that had similar aims to Bill super- who who were uh, also responsible for super- the super serum and uh, responsible for U.S. Agent. John Walker getting getting a serum in, in the comics as well, so that's another possibility. But I, I'm I, I, my, my my right now I'm betting on, on General Ross being being a power broker. Yeah, uh, and cool. yeah, and, and and I think given and, and and Sharon getting been able to get her name cleared is probably one of the motivations for why she has access to all the things, just like Bucky had his you know, deal that he worked out with the government to get his name cleared. I mean, I think this is a way Sharon can get back into good graces.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. Uh, A lot going on. Yeah. Few big episodes. um, But that is it for us tonight. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you?
1: Yes, you can find me at Will and Polk. W I L L M P O L K.
0: Please follow me. (laughs) <laughs> you can find me on twitter at sjbomont s-j-b-e-l-m-o-n-t <laughs> please follow <laughs> us too on twitter at scene nerd for us on facebook us on instagram but most importantly rate subscribe comment on apple podcast spotify youtube stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts good night geek out you're welcome